Environmental hello everyone and welcome back to another EnviroLife session. I'm happy that you're joining me today because we have a great talk ahead of us and some great announcements that I'm excited to share with all of you at the end of our conversation. Before I dive into today's discussion topic, I just want to check in on all of you once again. With the new year comes a unique opportunity to safely make a growing impact on areas we feel need to be changed or improved upon. All I can say about 2020 is that it was a year unlike any other. And if there's anything that we should take into this new year is that there are obstacles, challenges, and adversity that are simply inevitable. Our ambitions, resilience, and visionary focus enable us well equipped to address the difficulties we face in the future. We are at a crossroads where what we do today can significantly impact what happens tomorrow. The Invital Life movement seeks to accomplish change through our purpose of being able to connect the truth with transparency and education. Using our personal experiences to drive changes will leave an imprint of positive action towards protecting our planet. Building off on connecting truth with, through transparency and education, I wanted to talk about where many issues, changes, and challenges start from. You know, events such as worse and extreme weather, the ecological challenge of change and stress on different ecosystems and species, and an increased likelihood of negative consequences for ecosystems and people. It all begins with climate change and global warming. The reality is that climate change and global warming together are having drastic impacts and are happening right now. The extent of it goes well beyond an increase in temperature affecting ecosystems and communities worldwide, but includes things that we depend upon and value such as water, energy, transportation, wildlife, agriculture, and human health. Although people use global warming and climate change interchangeably, global warming is just one aspect of the big picture of climate change. Global warming refers to the rise in global temperatures due to the increase in greenhouse gas concentrations in the atmosphere. Climate change encompasses global warming but refers to the broader range of change that are happening to our planet. Things such as accelerating ice melts in Greenland, Antarctica, and the Arctic. Also, rising sea levels as a result caused mainly by the burning of fossil fuels and putting out heat trapping gases into the atmosphere. Though they are used interchangeably, they refer to slightly different things. And it's important to note that global warming falls under the umbrella of climate change in the grand scheme of things. Let's break down both global warming and climate change a bit more separately. Beginning first with global warming. As mentioned, Global warming occurs when carbon dioxide and other air pollutants and greenhouse gases collect in the atmosphere and absorb sunlight and solar radiation that have bounced off the Earth's surface. Naturally, this radiation would escape into space, but these pollutants, which can last from years to centuries in the atmosphere, trap the heat and cause the planet to get hotter, what we know and call the greenhouse effect. In the United States alone, fossil fuel burning is the largest source of heat trapping pollution, producing about 2 billion of CO2 each year to make electricity. It should be no surprise that human influences are the number one cause of global warming, especially the carbon pollution we cause by burning fossil fuels and the pollution capturing we prevent by destroying our forests known as deforestation. With carbon dioxide, methane, and other pollutants, being released into the atmosphere acting like a blanket, the world we live in will only be exacerbated with grave consequences. 
ones that are already becoming apparent for every ecosystem and living thing, including us. I'm talking about higher temperatures worsening many types of disasters such as heat waves, floods, and droughts. In 2015 alone, there were 10 weather and climate disaster events in the United States that caused at least $1 billion in losses. The increasing number of droughts, intense storms, and floods we see as our warming atmosphere holds these pollutants will soon make it known on drastic scales. Prolonged dry seasons means more than scorched lawns. Drought conditions jeopardize access to clean water, fuel out-of-control wildfires, and results in extreme heat events and flash flooding in certain areas. At the opposite end, heavier rains cause streams, rivers, and lakes to overflow, damaging life and property, and contaminating drinking water. A warmer, wetter world is also a boom for foodborne and waterborne illnesses. A temperature rise also worsens air pollution by increasing ground level ozone, which is created when pollution from factories, cars, and other sources react to sunlight and heat. Ground level ozone is the main component of smog. Dirtier air links to more health problems and higher death rates for asthmatics. Now let's talk about climate change. The reality is that credible science, facts, and flags all point to climate change as the most significant global threat of the 21st century. It impacts all of us, especially the children, elderly, and low-income communities and minorities in multiple ways, both direct and indirect. Human influence on the climate system is evident, and recent anthropogenic emissions of greenhouse gases are the highest in history, which will continue to have widespread impacts on human and natural systems. These observed changes are just unprecedented. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, better known as the IPCC, is the UN body for assessing the science related to climate change. To put it quite clear, that the more we disrupt our climate, the more we risk severe, pervasive, and irreversible impacts. According to the Working Group 2 contribution to the fifth assessment report of the IPCC, human interference with the climate system is occurring and climate change poses risks for human and natural systems on all continents and across the oceans. Differences in vulnerability and exposure arise from non-climatic factors and multi-dimensional inequalities often produced by uneven development processes, or in other words, socially, economically, culturally, politically, institutionally, or otherwise marginalized populations are especially vulnerable to climate change and certain adaptation and mitigation responses. This heightened vulnerability is a product of intersecting social processes that result in inequalities in social economic status and income. For example, there is high confidence of risk and mortality and morbidity during periods of extreme heat, particularly for vulnerable urban populations and those working outdoors in urban or rural areas. Moving forward. I think it's important to talk about how best to respond based on what we know thus far. One such option is adaptation. Now, adaptation refers to adjustment in ecological, social, or economic systems in response to actual or expected climatic stimuli and their effects. Engineered and technological options 
are commonly implemented adaptive responses, often integrated within the existing programs, such as disaster risk management and water management. Now, adaptation changes in processes, practice, and structures to moderate potential damages or benefit from opportunities associated with climate change. Although adaptation is a straightforward concept, its approach takes many shapes and forms depending on the unique context of a community, business, organization, country, or region. There is no one-size-fits-all solution but there is increasing recognition of the value of social, institutional, and ecosystem-based measures and the extent of this concept. Adaptation to climate change impacts may be undertaken across various regions, sectors, and at multiple levels. Many nations and communities are already taking steps to build resilient societies and economies, but considerably greater action and ambition will be needed to manage the risks cost-effectively both now and in the future. There is positive news as governments at various levels are starting to develop adaptation plans and policies and integrating climate change considerations into broader development plans. For example, in Asia, adaptation policy has been developed across all government levels with some adaptation planning integrated into coastal water management, environmental protection, and land planning and disaster risk management. In Africa, most national governments are initiating governance systems for adaptation, disaster risk management, and making adjustments in technologies and infrastructure. Successful adaptation depends on governments and the active and sustained engagement of stakeholders including national, regional, multilateral, and international organizations, the public and private sectors, civil society and other relevant stakeholders, and effective management of knowledge. Adaptation to climate change impacts must be undertaken across various regions, sectors, and at multiple levels. It is necessary to have a global shift in strategy and approach to address climate change. We as individuals can also inspire change. We can exercise our rights both as citizens and as consumers to place pressure on governments and companies to make the system-wide changes that are needed. A change in diet is also a big one too. The food industry, specifically the meat and dairy sector, is one of the most important contributors to climate change. For example, by cutting your consumption of animal protein by half, you can cut your diet's carbon footprint by more than 40%. When one person makes a sustainably oriented decision, it will influence others to do the same. We all have and play a significant role in seeing that our world is protected. From where we stand, we will create change. Hey everyone, I'm excited to announce that Life is now offering one-on-one -on -one environmental coaching and mentorship. Life believes in the vision and motivation you have to impact our planet for the better. Enroll today and let's work together to harness and further develop the leader within. After our first environmental session, a customized toolkit will be drafted and designed to fit your needs and areas of interest within the environmental sector. Also, this month, Invitalife has a lot of projects planned, including a spoken word and poetry contest collaboration with WordUp, an NGO organization that promotes social inclusion and diversity through spoken word, poetry, and creativity. The edition for the event will be titled Nature, and all are welcome to participate. Just reach out to Invitalife to see how you can get more involved. 
visit us at www.invitalife.com. Talk to you soon.